1: And welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast, your co-host, Daryl, Amy, Cowboys fan, here today with Larry Levine, Rams fan. What's
0: going on, Larry? <laughs> uh, we got Hey, Daryl, we got a big weekend in store for us, but <laughs> yeah, here's here's what's interesting. I think it's going to be a mixed house because the city that I live in, yes, the Rams hold their practice during football season in oh yeah, and, yeah that's and right 20 minutes, 20 minutes south of me is where the cowboys do the summer camp so it's going to be really interesting but we're still going to be friends even though my rams are going to whoop up on the boys
1: oh whatever we'll see when this podcast comes out on saturday it will just be hours to the game and most of the people listening will be able to congratulate Either one of us. So uh, there you go, go Cowboys! Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Uh, we're actually here to talk about sales, not just football. And uh, no, we're glad you joined us. You've you've grown. To, you've joined a growing network of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, bringing substance to the to the table, doing the hard work, giving a rip. We call it selling from the heart. And uh, it has been so much fun interacting with everybody uh, uh, based on our topics over the last couple weeks that uh, we're excited about this new year. And by the way, Larry, I've seen you sporting around these new Selling from the Heart t-shirts. Oh, my gosh,
0: that's cool. It, you know, it, it's it's so funny, but it's just, you know, it's branding 101, first of all, Daryl. But it's just when you... When you it helps bring selling from the heart to life, and and I always say, you know, I always like getting into great conversations. Yeah. Nothing better than walking around with the selling from the heart emblem <laughs> on your chest, and it says, "Don't be an empty suit." And then people go, "Well, what's that mean?" That's kind of
1: cool, <laughs> and it sparks a whole conversation. It's fun. I've had a good time. Of course, uh, my my phrase about commission breath is on uh, one of the shirts, and this morning. Uh, I was coming back from my walk wearing my don't reek of commission breath t-shirt. And my wife looked at me and she goes, what's commission breath. (laughs) So (laughs) we got to have a great conversation. It it was quite funny, but Hey, if you've seen the selling from the heart t-shirts and you'd like one, we'd love to send you one. And uh, here's the deal. We need some references on our podcast uh, page on iTunes. So um, if you listen to the podcast faithfully and you do it through iTunes, The first five people to give us a reference on iTunes, uh, we'll send you a T-shirt of your choice. Just uh, screenshot the reference or send us an email and uh, tell us which T-shirt you want and the size, and we'll get it to you. You can send that to podcasts at sellingfromtheheart.net. But we've got a great topic.
0: Hey, but but back up. Before we get going on this, I want to give – I'm not going to use his name, but I know he's an avid listener, And when he listens to this, he's going to laugh because I've had a request and it actually came in last night. He goes, Larry, I need a 4XL. And I go, oh, man, you're a big boy, right? And and I go, I don't know if we can do that. And I go, here, I have a suggestion for you. I'm thinking outside the box. I said, why don't you sew two 2XL shirts together? Now you got a 4XL.
1: There you go, man. Innovation at work. Absolutely. Well, we've got a fantastic episode uh, for you this week. And uh, we've been talking about, you know, what continual topic is value. But what we want to really focus on today is what is the value that you personally bring to the table and how do you extract it? You know, every company, Larry, has a story. Every product has a story, right? Yep. And so we're all told as salespeople and we're all, we're all, you know, we look into the bright light and they, you know, flash the bright lights in our face and we memorize the company line and we learn about the products and we do the product training. We know how to, you know, in our sleep, tell the company story. I can still remember the initial presentation uh, that I was required to memorize in 1993 when I started in sales. I still remember that it was the company story. I still remember Uh, the product pitches that I was required to to regurgitate. It was the product story. But there's another story that is really, really critical. And if you can bring this story to the table, I really believe that this can be the key to your differentiating yourself, to winning the hearts uh, and minds and buying decisions of your prospects.
0: And that story is your personal story. Yeah, and it, and it's something that we just don't work on. And, and to even bring this to further light is, I always ask salespeople and sales leaders and management, you all believe stories sell? And everybody says, of course, right? Absolutely. Somewhere in our journey, in our sales life, the buyer's journey, however you guys want to classify it, everybody will say stories sell. Yes. Well, then the next question that is, well, if stories sell – Please tell me your story, which validates that if we're going to align to the hearts and the minds of our clients and prospects, then bring our personal story out into the open that can somewhat align to whose story. Yeah, your client's story.
1: Your client's story, and this is so good. I got to give a shout out to Bernadette Jiwa. She wrote a book, and we got connected on LinkedIn this week, Larry. I'm and so excited. Uh, I'm connected to two authors, Larry Levine and Bernadette. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Bernadette's fantastic. She's uh, she's Australian, and she has written a book called Story Driven. You don't need to compete when you know who you are. And this is a phenomenal book. It's, it's addressed to business owners, but I think it is so valid for sales professionals as well. And what she says in the book is she says that one of the most important things for, for us to do is to understand our back story. Like, how did you get to where you are? What's the story of your life up to this point? Um, and how is that, how has that shaped you and what is, you know, what has that done
0: in terms of, of your ability to bring value? No, I mean, I call them, I mean, I use my own terminology, but I get what you're saying. You know, we all have backstories. I look at it as we all have aha moments in our journeys through life. Mm and and, you know I mean my sales career started a little bit before yours so now I'm dating myself but you know you started in the 80s 80s, Larry yeah I did I did start in the tapes I'm cds oh yeah I was right (laughs) but but anyway did you have an eight track in your car for sales okay so no I had cassette tapes but my very first (laughs) car I had had an eight track player in it but Okay, for yeah, now we're digressing. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Larry. Back but, in the it, But you then. know what though? It's part of the story. It so, is part of the story. It's awesome. But if, but if we look at it, you know, let's just take your you know, a salesperson's story. I yes. can say, you know, mine started in 88 and the trials and tribulations I went through as a young professional. Mm-hmm learning the ropes of sales yes. and then all the little highlights you have along the way, the people you meet, the mentors, you meet the coaches, you meet, right. Those help form our story. But what's really interesting. And this is, you know, this, again, it's part of the story is I think where you can really align to your clients and your prospects regardless of the company you work for the industry that you work for is start using what you sell Mm-hmm. As part of helping you create your story, yeah, and I don't think there, and I don't think there's enough people that actually, when they're telling the story, can tie all of that together.
1: Well, I, you know, I started this this story uh, backstory journey while I was reading Bernadette's book. I'm still reading it. I, I'm loving it. I, I, uh, I think it's one of the most fantastic books I've read in a long time. And, and so she says, you know, what you need to do as a business owner, and I would say, uh, if you're a sales professional, you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, same thing, not much difference, um, is is go back and actually write out your backstory. And and so, like, literally, and, and you can do this, you know, from the time you started your career or even, um, you know, you could go all the way back to, to some of your first jobs, but I... I started writing my backstory over the holidays and it was an exercise that I kind of got inspired while I was reading the book and I thought I'll take 15 or 20 minutes and do this. Wow. You know, an hour and a half later I was still writing and uh, I actually put this on my LinkedIn profile. If you care to, to see any of it as an example, but the aha moments that I had on the other, as I was writing that story, I mean, light bulbs were coming off In terms of what I'm passionate about, the unique way that I personally can add value to uh, a business or to uh, a company that I'm working with. Um, It was uh, it was a fantastic uh, exercise. And not only did I get the aha moments of the ways I can add value and the unique differentiators that I personally bring to the table. I also got ideas for new ways to bring value to the table while I was doing it. Things I never even thought of before. And, and this exercise of going back and, uh, and, and, and remembering my story, writing it down, is incredibly powerful.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting because uh, it's chapter three of Selling from the Heart. Uh, exactly yeah you know i i talk about it but i talk about it in a way through validation Uh uh-huh is you know another way is go back to the people who know you the best yes you know that could be family members right that could be close long time friends right and share with them a your story and get them to validate parts of it, right? They yeah. might even be able to add to it. And and why is this so important? It goes back to story sell. And we have to be able to marry in our own personal story into our career story, into our company story, into the, you know, whatever you're selling story, right? Because it all plays out in aligning to the hearts and minds of your clients and prospects. They they will buy into that and 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 especially today where where authenticity and being genuine and being trustworthy and being sincere all's playing out. Mm-hmm. I'll add one more. What better way is just to get vulnerable and put yourself out there and tell your story, mm-hmm. and watch what happens. It's not as bad as what you but what people. <laughs> think. It's really not serious. You know It's interesting
1: because as I've, I've, as I put that story out there, um, it felt, um, putting my story out there online, and it's probably longer than the average human being would care to, uh, to read. Um, but for me, it was, it was really helpful writing it all out because I saw the patterns and I saw, saw what was happening, but putting my story out there felt kind of vulnerable. Um, but Oh my goodness. Isn't that what we're aiming at? I mean, isn't that what we're going for in, in a world of fake, in a world of, you know, canned pitches, in a world of, of inauthenticity? We're well, going for vulnerable. We're going for authentic. We're going for the real deal. And, uh, and people want to work with, with sales reps that are, are real. Uh, they yeah. certainly don't want to work with people that are fake because of all the things that come along with fake all the stereotypes of the sales rep. So there's incredible value to just getting vulnerable and real
0: um, as you think about and tell your story. Well, you know, it, it, it's so, it's so true because, you know, I, I, I want to peel this thing back even farther because I use this as an example all the time. In fact, I was on a call today with a team that's actually read my book They They do a book of the month club. Yeah. Oh, great idea. And I was honored enough that they read my book the month of December and we got in together as a team and we started talking about the
1: book. Yeah, that was fun. I saw them all on LinkedIn, holding your book, smiling. That was really cool. <laughs> but the but tip of the hat, by the way, if you're a sales leader, I just got to pause here. What a brilliant idea to have a book of the month club where you buy a book for your sales team and you, you know, you go through it together, book of the month, book of the quarter whatever. Um, Wow, what a brilliant idea.
0: Sorry, Larry, go yeah, ahead. No, no, but no, it's all good. But, but where we're going with this vulnerability and authenticity and just being a real person and getting your story out there, mm-hmm. is that to go to your personal life for, for a moment. I'm going to keep this simple, but I think everyone's going to understand this, is I sure hope in your personal life with your spouse, your significant other, with your family, with your close friends, you're going to tell that story. You're going to be as genuine and authentic and as vulnerable as possible because that's part of family relationship building, significant Mm -hmm. other relationship building and all that. But I, I think what happens is all too often we find that hard in a sales capacity to put ourselves out there. Right. And I go, if you do, especially in a world where salespeople are already behind the eight ball already in the minds of their buyers and sometimes their clients. Yeah. I think that elevates your status is if you can just tell that story in a genuine way. Otherwise, I think if you can, and you're hiding something and all that, then, you know, I can start throwing out the empty suit and imposter syndrome and, you know, and, and all kinds of things. For sure. Yeah. I, I think it's, I, I mean, I just think it's too hard to juggle. Right. Multiple personalities. I, I just think it is and multiple stories. Just tell the story.
1: Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, I mean, this, this, uh, I mean, we all know that, that data from from I was published in HubSpot this past year just just really is haunting that ninety seven percent of buyers don't trust sales reps. Well, um you know what's one way to build trust? just just put it out there. but writing your story is is powerful and and you will see a lot of value. and here's the deal. you know your company has a story, and I'm sure your company has, some kind of value proposition that goes like this. We're, you know, we've been around a long time. We make or distribute really, really good products or solutions, and we provide outstanding service, right? Does that sound like your company value proposition? Probably, because that's every company's value proposition. Uh, So, um, and then your product value proposition. We have a really, really good product That may have one or two differentiating things, but let's be honest, in today's world, most products are really, really similar, at least in the eyes of the buyer. So how are you going to differentiate yourself in a world where most companies' stories are very similar, most product stories are very similar? If you can bring your story to the table in a sea of sameness, in a sea of robotic sales reps that are simply regurgitating the company story that they've heard and afraid of being genuine and afraid of being vulnerable, if you can be the rep out there that is genuine and authentic, that understands your story and specifically understands the value that you bring to the table, the things that you learned along the way, the experiences and insights that you got during your uh, career, education, and even growing up, if you can bring that to the table you've got differentiation that is actually different because there is no other you, certainly no other Larry Levine. But I I think that's true for everybody out there. We're all unique. We all have a unique story and therefore we all have unique value that we can bring to the table. And that value is
0: massive in a world of sameness. No, it it is. And it's, you know, there, there's probably, and and this is going to be tough, And I, and I get it because we just don't work enough on ourselves.
1: Oh boy. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, you know, that's, that's a whole nother topic, but it's true um, though. But but, it's it's a great way to start working on yourself is to, you know, sit down with yourself and go, Hey self, let's think about where we've been. Let's recount our story. Let's You know, and, and this, you know, we talk a lot about self-reflection. If you've read selling from the heart, you've probably, you know, found at the end of the first few chapters, the link to the self-reflection journal that you can get for free off the website. You've probably downloaded that. Um, and, and, and I hope you're using you developing a culture or a habit of self-reflection as a sales professional. If there's one thing you could do this year that could probably revolutionize your results more than anything, it's to develop a habit of self-reflection. I can't think of a better way to begin the journey of self-reflection than actually just sitting down and writing your story. Your back, what's your backstory? Yeah. Great way to start. Man, what a great conversation, Larry. This is exciting. Guess what? Here's, here's what I want to, I want to throw the gauntlet out to the, uh, to the listening audience, uh, to our friends out there. I want to challenge you to write your backstory. Uh, literally sit down and think about your experience, you know, either day one when you began your career, um, whatever that is, maybe it's when you began your education. Um, but what are the experiences you've had up to this point and how have those experiences impacted you in terms of insights that you got, passions you developed, you um, Uh, beliefs you developed along the way. And and how has that defined you? And I'm really uh, confident that as you do this, you're going to begin to see some of the unique ways that you personally bring value to the table. Now, guess what? The average sales rep, never going to do this in a million years. This is only for people who truly want to be sales professionals, because this is going to take a couple hours of of hard work. Uh, But I want to throw down the gauntlet to not only do it, but to clean it up and put it out there, like put it on your LinkedIn profile Share sure. we'll right. it with us. And we'll share it with the other selling from the heart community members on LinkedIn. And let's really let's really take some time to understand the value that we personally bring to the table.
0: Well, you know, and I, I want to add something inside of what you just said is because you bring up some really good points is the other challenge I'd like to see is in that story, call out two or three people a longer journey that had significant impact to you. I mean, I can, I can tell you the, you know, the first couple in my career, I could tell you in the midpoint of my career, I could tell you that uh, to the people right now. (laughs) And the reason why it's important is not only if stories sell and we live in a world that's socially connected, Mm -hmm. if you want to get your story out there, bring other people who had an impact to your story into it and have them share it out as well. And holy smokes, what could happen?
1: Yeah. Well, that was the thing I realized as I was telling my backstory, you can't, I couldn't tell my backstory without remembering all kinds of people along the way, all the way back to the guy that hired me and gave me my first job in sales. And uh, I kind of had fun when I told this story on LinkedIn, I actually tagged all those people. And so, in, and it's like rekindling relationships that are 20, 25 years old um, and all of that. And so definitely give a shout out, um, because it is a, you know, it's a bit of a trip down memory lane. There's some nostalgia to it, but it's nostalgia with a purpose. And, um, wow, what a great conversation. So, um, before we go, once again, if you want a free selling from the heart t-shirt, we'd love to give it out to the first five people that put a positive review. I don't know if we'll give a, a Selling from the Heart t-shirt to the negative reviews on uh, iTunes. But if you want to say something nice, send us an email uh, letting us know you did it to podcast at sellingfromtheheart.net and we'll make sure the first five uh, out there, Yeah, just send us an email with your address and, uh, and shirt size and all the relevant information and we'll get you this Selling from the Heart shirt of your choice uh shirts like don't be an empty suit, don't reek of commission breath. Lead with your heart, not your wallet. Oh, it's so much fun. But really, seriously, I want to I wanna challenge you and literally throw the virtual gauntlet down and say, would you be willing? Would you be courageous? Would you be authentic enough to sit down and write out your backstory? If you want some inspiration on how to do it, it's really not that complicated. But uh, I do recommend Bernadette Jua's book, Story Driven. You don't need to compete when you know who you are. And I think you're absolutely going to love that book. Who knows? Maybe someday, if we're lucky, we'll actually get her on the podcast to talk about it. That would be really cool, wouldn't it, Larry? Um, but otherwise, any last words
0: of wisdom before we sign off, Larry? Uh, yeah, Rams are going to take down the Cowboys. Ah, I was oh, oh, no, I was I was whatever. Whatever. Wisdom. We
1: will see. We will see. Head to head. Uh, by the time people are listening to this podcast, oh, one of us is going to be right and one's going to be wrong. And, uh, you know, but it's, it's okay to be wrong, Larry. It really is. So, uh, hey, until next week, keep being genuine. Keep being authentic. Keep bringing real value to your clients. Keep doing the hard work. Take some time and write out your backstory. And most of all, sell from the heart.